Salutations to all nations. Welcome to a suave experience with the ultimate optimist, the man who is dashing and has the boyish charm that you so desire. Me, DD Darius, D. So hopefully you guys are doing well today. Hopefully you guys are enjoying yourself this fine day whenever you are listening to this. Now, today we're going to be talking about very, I wouldn't say controversial, but it was pretty much in the middle and we've all dealt with it. It's more or less an emotion. And before we get started, I'm going to ask you to do me a solid or a favor, if you will. Okay. And this is what I'm going to ask you or ask of you is make sure you subscribe to this podcast or whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. So whether it be Apple Play Music, Apple Music, or whether it be Apple iTunes Podcast, whether it be Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever tickles your fancy, just make sure you check it out. Make sure you subscribe. Okay? So you keep up to date whenever I would drop an episode. And also make sure that you follow your boy on all the social media platforms that you can think of, except for Snapchat. So you can find me on LinkedIn if you're on the business tip. You can find me on, for my LinkedIn, it's just Darius Daily. You can find me on Facebook. You can add me there. You can add me on Instagram, underscore DD the Swap Kid, as well as TikTok, and as well as Twitter. So that's where you can find me. Now it's been a long time since I've done this. The word of the day. And for those who are new to the show, first of all, welcome. And for those who are returning, thank you for coming back. Once more, I appreciate the support. I truly do. And also, for I continue on with the word of the day, make sure you do check out the iTunes page and make sure you leave a five-star review, please. Five-star because it helps do well with the rating of the show and soon we'll be making the top 200 best podcast chart for Canada, at least. Okay? So, the word of the day being that it is September 7th, 2019, it is an adjective and it describes and this is the word. It is is germane. Okay? That is the word of the day. And it means being at once relevant and appropriate. So, in other words, fitting. So, that is the word of the day. Hopefully, you can put that in your mental lexicon, which is the mental library. And also, use it in your daily vernacular, your daily conversations. Share something new. Teach and inform others. That is what we should do as human beings. So today we're talking about loneliness. And as I segue into the next segment of this show where I go more in depth and it's more an intuitive thing, I will therefore give you a definition of what it means to be lonely or the truest form of definition of loneliness that we can all pretty much adhere to and relate to in a sense so that's what i'm going to be doing today and hopefully you learn something today hopefully this helps you in whatever way you see fit 
and obviously make sure you apply it. This is a suave experience with your boy DD, and we will return momentarily. Y'all still here? <laughs> Yo, that's awesome. Anyways, so today we're talking about loneliness and how do we cope with it? How do we handle this? Is it truly a bad thing? Because sometimes it feels that way. So this is what we're going to talk about today. And here is the definition thereof. So I got the definition of lonely, what it means to be lonely, which is basically the adjective form of the word so or the word lone or alone so basically what i have gotten from the merriam webster shout out to them for the inspiration and this is what i have got or this was what i've gotten being without company or cut off from others basically solitary lonesome Obviously, to sing a song, Are You Lonesome Tonight? So for the older heads listening to the show, you guys know what I'm talking about. But for the young bucks, you might not know. Or maybe you do know because you're cultured. But that's neither here nor there. So what does it mean to be lonely? Well, I gave you the definition. But obviously, when it comes to being lonely, it does not feel like a good thing. It feels... Like you are empty inside. It feels as if nobody actually cares for your well-being. It feels sometimes as though people have neglected you. Or in a fact that people no longer cared for you. The ones that you thought were there for you, you feel that they're not. Even if they are present with you. Sometimes it can even be to the point where you're with your friends. Whether you're with your family. And you still feel by yourself in a room full of people. Now you're talking to a guy, me, Darius D. I'm not a full extrovert and I'm not a full introvert. I'm the type of person where I love being around people and I enjoy being around people. But sometimes I need my space. I need to chill out, decompress and think. Just be by myself and just think about things and think about the scope of life, whether it be through philosophy or whether it just be just silly mundane things or goofy things. So that's what I, well, that's what type of person I am. For the extroverts out there, you probably hate being alone, which actually kind of makes sense because you always get your charge from people around. Now, this is kind of different because I'm, also, there's introverts out there probably listening to this and saying, yeah, when I'm alone, that's where I feel the best. At. And that's my thing. That's my main point that I'm trying to get across. Being alone doesn't necessarily mean it's a completely bad thing. The only thing that I would say is that if you're alone and you legit have nobody to talk to, that is dangerous because you should not be alone your whole life. But I'm just saying there is or there are moments in your life where you're going to feel alone. Even if you're with your friends, even though you're with people, 
and they're physically there, sometimes deep down you feel by yourself. You feel as if nobody truly understands what you are going through. Now, I do believe in that situation, this is the best sometimes because even for me, and I like being around people a lot, sometimes it's good for me to be alone so I can reflect. Even though sometimes I don't like it, and sometimes even, I think this past summer, I've been feeling that, even though I'm around people all the time. But as a Christian, I think sometimes it is good to be alone because that way you can hear God clearly when there's less noise around you. But even if you don't believe that there is a God or you don't believe in the God of the Bible, being alone sometimes is good so that you can reflect that, so that you can see your true self, that you can deep down deep, look at your flaws, look at the man or the woman in the mirror and actually make a change for your life. See what it is that needs to be altered, what it is that needs to be changed. Because at the end of the day, we all have our flaws. We all have our inconsistencies. We all have these things that we would need to work on. I believe that you should work on yourself every day. Try to get better every day in whatever way, shape, or form. Whether it be your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health. It doesn't matter what it is, but try to tend to those things. Sometimes it really takes that loneliness to show you what's actually going on. And sometimes it hurts, and I'm not going to front and make a facade as though it doesn't hurt because some people act as if it doesn't bother them at all, but deep down we know it does hurt because you're human, you have emotions, and sometimes it, it, it takes a toll on you and it feels overbearing, if you will. But like I said, if you feel that way, the suggestions that I would make is probably tell somebody that you really trust that you know that can hold this sentiment that you're trying to give them about yourself and about how you're feeling. Someone that you know, if you tell them, you're telling them. You're not telling them plus 10. You've got to be careful with that. But you can tell them. And hopefully they have the wisdom the knowledge to walk you through this. That's why I also suggest that you have a mentor who is obviously older than you, that's lived this life longer than you, so they can show you the ropes on how to navigate. Like I said, there's two complete different sides of this spectrum of loneliness. There's loneliness that feels terrible for some, like me sometimes. And then there's loneliness that feels good for those who are introverted, who like being by themselves to recharge. Either or, I think you can still learn from this. I think you guys can still understand that when it comes to loneliness, that there are lessons that can be taught that can parlay you to your future. Make it brighter. Sometimes the people that are technically around you all the time, you may not know their alternative motives. They're all, you don't know what they have behind 
the mask behind the facade. You don't know that. They could be saying some stuff or conjuring some stuff behind you that you don't know. And sometimes when you're alone, you can reflect and actually observe more and see what you need to do to protect yourself or help yourself. There's so many things that transpire in this world. And obviously, like I said, and I'm kind of happy about this in the sense that mental health is being taken seriously now. But if, like I said, if your loneliness gets to the point where you feel burdened to the point where you can't help yourself, that's when you need to reach out for help. Don't remain in silence. Reach out for help. But if it just hurts a little bit or if you actually need it to recharge, I think you should take those moments. Reflect. Write some stuff down. Have some ideas. Um, What else you could you do? Here's another example. Go for a walk. Clear your head. Give you some time to actually think things through. Certain decisions that you're planning on making could, in fact, alter your life forever. This is why I really preach, or not really preach, but I really beat down the seriousness of decision-making because decision-making, it can go both ways. It can either make you or it can break you. There's nothing to read. I don't know why Siri's listening to me right now, but she needs to chill. Anyways, it can either make you or break you. And it's one of those things where you have to be rather careful because it can actually alter what was supposed to be good for you and make something bad. There's people right now, and some of you guys are listening to it, listen to me as I speak to you. And you're dealing with circumstances that somebody else did, okay? Whether it be your father, your grandfather, your mother, your father. I said father twice. Relax. Okay. Your auntie, your uncle, it doesn't matter. But those decisions that they made, sometimes it affects you. That's why I stress it. Think before you do something. Don't just live inside your head. Talk to others. That's what the problem with loneliness is sometimes. This is the con. Because there are pros and there are cons. Sometimes when you're lonely, you're within yourself. You're in your head too much. Like I said, it has to be person. It has to be a straight balance. It can't be one-sided. On each side, it has to be balanced. Because if it's leaning on one side, the other side is going to go up. And it's not going to be good for you. So you need to balance it out. But when you're lonely sometimes, and you're too lonely, you live in, within your head, and then you make irrational decisions that can alter your life instead of talking to somebody or telling them how you feel about a certain situation. Like I said, there's certain times where, yeah, being lonely is good to learn and to reflect on certain things. But if it comes 
to decision making. Yes, you should take that time to think by yourself, but if it's a serious matter that you actually need counsel for, then I suggest to do so. Because I want to make sure I'm clear and that you understand what I am trying to parlay to you this day because I don't want to cause confusion because confusion is not something that is good and it's not something that is godly either. So what I'm trying to say with loneliness is that at the end of the day, we've all had those moments. Sometimes when we were alone, we felt good. Other times we felt horrible. For example, if you were, most of you guys obviously encountered this where you feel left out. For example, if you're in a social gathering and you don't know anybody, that's when the loneliness kicks in. This is actually literal loneliness in the sense that you feel alone in a presence of people that you're not aware of. Not the other example I use in regard to you being alone or feeling alone, even though you're around people that you actually know and actually have a communication or connection with. But we've all been in that situation where you go to a function or you're in a facility of people that you don't know and you feel lonely. A lot of us actually might have anxiety in that regard. We'll feel anxious, might have a panic attack. Does it? I'm not going to get too far and deep because I'm not into that. Well, it's not that I'm not into that. It's because I'm not a clinical psychologist, so I'm not going to get too in deep without researching because I have to inform you correctly in sound doctrine. So what that part of loneliness is, from what I observed, and it's happened to me before but not for long because usually because like i said i'm pretty outgoing in the sense that i will talk to random people and it doesn't bother me by any source of the imaginations but for some or for most especially and i notice it nowadays because a lot of people especially if you live in the city they're more seclusive but when you're in that situation, you don't feel warm. You feel cold. You feel a distant, as if people misunderstand you and don't want to get to know you. You feel that people are repelling you. Now, are they doing it intentionally? Some actually are. Is that a shame? I guess so, but it depends on that person's uh, view of you and their personality, because sometimes some people don't like meeting new folks. They are comfortable of what they know or what with they know. But we don't like that feeling of loneliness in that setting because it makes us uncomfortable. But I challenge you, instead of remaining in that loneliness, in that venue or that event, just step out a bit and just go talk to people. Now, I know this might be very, 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 very difficult for some folks because you're just not that type of person. But I challenge you, just try it out. 
I know it's easy for me to say because I talk to pretty much anybody. And sometimes I even talk to people, like homeless people on the street. But I must, and I'm not condoning anyone do that either because sometimes it can be risky. So make sure you guys are staying safe out there. But just try it out in that sense. Try to break out of your um, your comfort zone or what you normally would like to, to do. Try it out and see how it is. You never know. Maybe that one person that you talk to could end up being one of your closest friends later on in life. I did it too in the sense that Back in elementary school, a lot of the friends that I made were people from, for me, talking to them, even though other people told me not to talk to them. And here's what I mean is that, for example, there's one kid that transferred, and then there was a rumor about him that he did something inappropriate. I'm not going to say it, but... There was a stigma against him. And then people, when he came to school, I looked at him and said, maybe he's not as bad as we think he truly is. And I said, maybe I should give him a chance. Now, that was that risky? Yeah, it was. But the funny thing is, the same people who told me not to, I barely talked to them today. And that same guy that they told me not to talk to, I was pretty much close friends with him all throughout high school. And in high school, I barely talked to those who were, I guess, kind of close to me at that time in my life because I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I always try to help out people that are considered outcasts in a sense, Some depending on where they fall under. But it, the same thing happened in elementary school too. There's one kid that, was isolated as well. And um, I stuck out my hand and I helped him out. And people were like, yo, don't hang out with him. Da, 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 da. And I used to chill at his house and play, uh, I think it was GameCube, I think, at that time. And yeah, he wasn't the most popular kid, but I was considerably popular. But it took for some time for me to become popular anyways, but not that popularity actually matters intrinsically but I still wanted to help that person out why you may ask because I know or knew how it felt to be in that lonely place where people don't understand you I was one of the only black kids at that school right so even though I'm saying the people in my grade were racist they probably looking back they weren't but even when it came to certain things, they wouldn't understand my culture because they didn't grow up. And that's completely fine. And I understand that. And we're kids. So we're still learning certain things, certain nuances about each other and how we should relate to one another. So I knew that going in, that I was different. <laughs> kids know that. And we'll tell the truth and they'll tell the truth about it. So that's why I always didn't count those people out and I hung out with most people because I knew that, hey, there could be a good friendship that comes out of it. There could be something where I can help them and make their day better. I'm not saying you have to be friends with everyone. And I, to be honest with you, I can 
looking back, you probably shouldn't because you could get into some shenanigans if you do that. But that was just me as a kid. Uh, as an adult, I'd say I'm friendly towards the majority of people, but I wouldn't say I'm friends with everybody if I'm being intellectually honest with myself. But like I said, you see, even just being friendly or just reaching out to help other people, that can help you with your loneliness, making somebody else feel better. Not esteeming yourself above others, as the Bible would put it. So these are just things that you should think about in regard to loneliness. It's not entirely a bad thing. It's not entirely a good thing. But it's a mixture of both. As most people say, the world is not white or black, but it is gray. And gray it is indeed. This is a suave experience with your boy, Didi. We're going to go to the next segment of the show, man, of this show. God, wrap it up. D.D. We're at wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So I think you should say too. Welcome to Wrap It Up D.D. Where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you, for thee, for thou. So let's get into to it right now so we are talking about loneliness today what it means to be lonely and the definition thereof and to be honest with you i've been there before like i said even this year sometimes i felt lonely and you would look at me and you would see that um i i'm all right and i'm okay (laughs) just based off my personality because i'm a go lucky even kill um there's one word i was looking for but it just slipped my mind but i'm a laid back type of individual so things don't really bother me that much or as much as the normal people i was just built differently and it's not to brag it's just the way i am The way that I was created to be. But in essence, sometimes you feel lonely and it sucks and it hurts. And sometimes you're by yourself and it's good. Sometimes you'll be reading a book and when you're reading the book, you're getting all this knowledge, all this information, soaking it up in like a sponge. And that feels good because you're by yourself, you're focused. Or when you're writing a song or studying for a test or just even going for a long walk. Sometimes I like going on long walks by myself on the beach. <laughs> that sounded like one of those uh, dating app things. Uh, biographies. I like going on long walks on the beach, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Cause I don't date online, but anyways, for the most part, it does sting and does hurt to be lonely but like i said for the fellow christians out there sometimes god makes you feel lonely because he wants to talk to you one-on-one and he needs the noise to be put down so that he can, he can pour into you and that he can speak into you if you don't believe in god if you don't believe in the god of the bible sometimes when it comes to loneliness sometimes you get your best ideas from there from being lonely from being isolated 
Now, like I said, there are some cons. Don't be too overly lonely where you don't know anybody and nobody knows you and no one can reach out to you and help you. That's not good either. Don't always live inside your head either. Talk to people. And like I said, the best thing you could do is just have a balance. And you're going to hear me on this show. I've been saying it, I think, from day one. Balance is key in this life. It's all about balance. It's not one or the other. Now, certain things, you know, good and evil. Mm, no, we're good off the evil stuff. All right, we're cool off that. We're cool off that. But for the majority of how we operate, it's a balance thing. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of the Swab Experience with your boy, DD. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that you do so. And here's where you can subscribe. Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud. We're on 10 different platforms. You guys are doing well, and we are doing well as a fan group or as a show. We are doing well because I'm a fan of my own show, and you guys are a fan of this show, and I'm a fan of y'all. So shout out to all those people who are overseas as well. I know people in the UK, Sweden, all listening to this. So make sure you just keep subscribing. Also on Anchor app. And of course, make sure that you follow me on all the social media platforms, like I mentioned. So for TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, underscore DD the Swap Kid. And then for LinkedIn, Darius Daily. Hit me up there. Hit me up in my DMs and we can chop it up. We can chop it up. Make sure you give a good review on iTunes. Of course, make sure you guys make a good review. We want what? How many stars do we want? How many stars do we want? We want five, okay? We don't want anything less than five. Five stars for this one guy. So, thank you guys for stopping by. I appreciate all the support. Make sure you guys continue. Like the outro goes, stay suave, man. Keep grinding and working hard. This is your boy, Darius D, signing off once again from the suave experience. So, just chill. Just chill. Till the next episode.